You're listening to Super Super whatever the infernal thing is. Super Califragilistic Awesome Disney Podcast. Each week we're gonna talk about three things. In Main Street USA, we'll talk about the latest Disney news. In Tomorrowland, we'll talk about the things we're looking forward to. Jesse never gives up. Jesse finds a way. I can't hear you. Jesse never gives up. Jesse finds a way. And World Showcase is dedicated to our favorite Disney adventures. You did it, Jesse. You saved us all. Jesse didn't give up. Jesse found a way. So let's get this show on the road. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hello out there to all of our podcast family. This is Chris. And I'm Kelly. And uh, we are on location this week. Yes. You, you might be able to hear the waves in the background. We are recording from the very southern tip of South Carolina's beautiful Grand Strand. Yes, we decided to leave the house that is in complete disarray and pretend like we don't have packing left to do, just right, to see right. something beautiful for a bit. Yeah, right. I mean, we're just, you know, putting off a week's, two weeks worth of packing and we'll try to get it done in one week when we get back. There you go. Putting it off as much as possible. But one thing that we try are trying desperately not to put off is this podcast. No, no, no. This is a highlight still. Every yeah. week. I love yeah. it so, so much. So uh, I'm super... I'm super excited to see if we can just maintain this all the way through the move. That'll be a feat. <laughs> That'll be a huge goal. That'll be huge awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so your ears are delightful. Still wearing my Mexico ears. Yeah. Um, you know, for the win. It's April. Who, and who knows how long? Because I don't know when we'll unpack. I those clearly other ears. labeled the box ears. Okay. Which right. I would love to see what the movers think of that. But I clearly labeled. I bet the box. they'll be terrified. They want to desperately <laughs> to open it, but they'll be terrified of what they might see inside. I clearly labeled a huge box ears. And when they lift it up, they're going to think, this is really light. What kind of ears are these? Are these real ears? (laughs) So I'm going to be able to put my fingers on them fairly quickly once we get there. Okay. All right. That's great. That's great. Um, So we saw uh, downloads this week from Livermore, California. Ooh. Yeah. Right outside of the Bay Area, just east of the Bay Area. Livermore? Livermore, California. Okay. Yeah. Just just east of the Bay Area, San Francisco. Okay. Out there, which is awesome. Uh, And... Anchorage, Alaska. First Ooh. time from Alaska. I want to believe that that's my good buddy that's in the FBI out there, but I don't know. Maybe not. Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope great. so. Um, hello to whoever it is. And if it's in my Anchorage. good buddy, call me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Which I believe is like the actual home of Mardi Gras in the States, but it just could be just swag. Coast. I know that much. Yeah, Mobile's the coast. For sure. Okay. And Osset, England. Osset, England, just south of Leeds. We had a recent download from we Leeds. We did, yeah. So I'm wondering maybe somebody downloaded from work, maybe. Okay. All right. Well, that's great. Osset, welcome. Yep. Welcome, Osset. Um, by the way, you're going to hear the dogs barking because we're on a balcony <laughs> overlooking the beautiful sand. And they, if there's any other dogs walking by, they, 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 have them, to, they give them the business. They have to tell them that they're on their beach. Yeah. So it's we apologize beach. for that. Yes. But it's real over here. <laughs> uh, hey, huge news. We, if you didn't see it on social media, we named a winner for our Strong Woman Prize Pack. Yes, we did. Carla LaFarga. Uh, awesome job yes. for everybody that participated. We had huge participation, mm-hmm. huge number of entries, huge con- 
contestants. It was great. It was fantastic. Woo! And we know that the next one is going to be... The next one should blow up. Massive. Yeah. Like, we know what we're giving away. We know how popular it is. And it's going to be It's going to be massive. It's so, going to be massive. It's going to be great. Yeah. So thanks for all the engagement. We're yeah. excited. The next one will be in May. Yeah. So keep your eyes open. Yes. Uh, okay, so on to Main Street. Main Street. Dogs, man. <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, Disney has filed work permits for what appears to be, quote, unquote, mechanical work at the Grand Floridian. So the the big question is, are they going to IP up the Grand Floridian in, uh, um, intellectual property like they're doing at Polly with Moana? And contemporary with The Incredibles. Oh, now that's interesting. No, there's no word that that's what's happening, but they've never really confirmed that they're they're putting an Incredibles cover on contemporary either. But we did hear that they were going to be doing refurb on the Grand Flow. We did, we did. So, so it's possible. And, and it's and the address for it is the the main lobby area there. So okay. we'll see what happens. Okay. Should be interesting. Uh, this is really a sort of a really small item, but I know it's near and dear to your heart, so I put it on here. Uh, Boardwalk Joe's Marvelous Margarita Booth is now open. Joe. Yeah. Welcome back, Joe. I know. You, I'm you've telling been you, really disappointed. Margaritas, that, chips, and queso. Yeah. Like, where? what else do we need on the boardwalk? Very little, frankly. Very little. Ice cream, maybe a cake or two. Uh, and a corn a dog. Pizza, a pizza window. <laughs> Gosh, I could literally just sit right there. Boardwalk, I love you. Yeah. So, boardwalk. Well done, Joe. So happy to have you back in the family. He's open. (laughs) Um, Rise of the Disneyland, Rise of the Resistance, and other attractions that that are a longer attraction, you know, Uh uh, may have to remain closed under California's laws around COVID. Okay. Because of the the proximity and time on the ride. Yeah. So, nothing for sure yet, but there's some some speculation out there around that. Uh, some knucklehead at Disney Springs got arrested because he refused to have his temperature checked. Checked. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am totally in Myrtle Beach right now. <laughs> uh, he refused to have his temp checked at Disney Springs entrance and then he tried to sneak in. So they arrested him. <laughs> people, people, man, come on. Why? I mean, now if he had, if he had a temperature, and he had reservations at homecoming, then I get it. <laughs> so, otherwise, dude, get Otherwise, just find some other way get to spend your night. I have a, an item here, but I can't go over this one because this is my Tomorrowland, and I forgot that I did that. Uh, so. okay. uh, Disney is going to start selling reusable bamboo utensils. <laughs> I like that. You know, embrace it. I would buy those totes at Animal Kingdom because I hate all that paper crap. Their paper straws at Animal Kingdom are not good. And I've been saying that for a long time. You can be environmentally friendly and still have a good straw. Hello, Art Smith Homecoming. Exactly. Nails it. Disney, take note from Art Smith. He has amazing environmentally (laughs) friendly straws. Uh, Blue Bayou at Disneyland will join Oga's Cantina. As only the second restaurant at Disneyland to offer alcohol, including beer, wine, and the ubiquitous New Orleans staple, a hurricane. Huh. Well, yeah. Natch. Yeah. So, and I'll be honest, I've never really seen much about the Blue Bayou until we made that Monte Cristo that time. Yeah. But I saw some photos and read up on it a little bit for this one, and I want to go there. I want to go to there, as Liz <laughs> Lemon used to say. <laughs> 
inter- the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival launches on July the 15th. Yes. Goes through November the 20th. Woo-hoo. It's our favorite it's- Epcot <laughs> festival. Um, and- we are biased. <laughs> yes, we are. And uh, they've taken the taste of naming convention off of the festival. I saw that. So rumor is that it's sort of getting back to normal. It's a Maybe deal. a, a, a yes, more so. full event. We'll see. I, so. I didn't really miss much last time we were there. Um, the okay. I'm sorry, but it's a news item. It's a thing now. The Tomorrowland People Mover oh, gosh. refurbishment has now been extended to the end of May of this year. <laughs> it was supposed to open back up last week. Shut up. It was supposed to. The schedule was supposed to open up back last week. I mean, frankly, but, if you're one of those people that keep getting trained, I know. you got to be like, just I, keep me on leave. I know. So the deal is they installed some sensors to try to prevent the cars from crashing into each other as regularly as they have been which have been resulting in uh, lawsuits and things of that nature from a very litigious public, I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, they tried to they tried to curb some of that, but last but now week... now they're just making the cars run at each other. Well, or, or they're making them not run at all, I think is, is a bigger issue, considering that about four days before it was supposed to open this time, uh, there was they caught video of cast members pushing the carts down the track. So, you know... And yeah. why were the cast members doing that? Because I think it had stopped. I think that the sensors had said, oh, gosh, I'm about to crash into and so something. And the whole thing stopped. And the whole thing stopped. So then that's the extra training. The cast members need to know how to push the cars down the track. <laughs> <laughs> the new Magic Mobile uh, tool that, that allows you to replace the Magic Bands, you can just yeah. use your phone, Right. Um, is now officially launched on the My Disney Experience app. Okay. Uh, Early Returns says that it's very seamless in entering the parks, mm-hmm. but there's other places where it's a little bit clunky, maybe trying to get onto some of the rides or sure. whatever. I don't, I'm actually not sure where else you use it okay. at this point, so unless it's um, maybe to get into your room. Um, but They were already doing that, okay, using the well, mobile to so, get into the room. You could well, unlock your door with your phone. Soon you'll be able to use it to bill purchases to your room. So Oh, like touchless here. payment. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's great. Uh, this is cool. Disney is going to pay cast members four hours to get vaccinated. Um, Excellent. Yeah, I think that's great. Between January 1st and, well, of course, January 1st is long coming gone, but up till <laughs> September 30th yeah. um, this year. And no, uh, and, and they don't restrict your time. If you have to take time off to go get vaccinated, right. they don't restrict your pay for that either. Um, they don't dock that against you, I guess, as right. long as you let your manager know ahead of time get that you, yeah, that you scheduled that. So Fantastic. I think that's cool. It's great. Um, this is cool. Uh, Disney has posted a job listing for a principal fireworks designer. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. How did they not already have one of those? I mean, they probably did, but you know, he's been out of work for a little while. <laughs> and they're not going to hire <laughs> maybe, her, her back? Well, maybe, um, maybe they tried and... She found another job. Maybe so. She's obviously very qualified. <laughs> the fireworks and special effects principal designer serves as the creative leader and overall representative for the Disney Live Entertainment Fireworks and Special Effects Design Department. Wow. Yeah. That's a fun job. That sounds great. I want that on my card. Seriously. I do. Uh, another really fun item. Uh-huh. Disneyland is planning a theme park expansion. A big one. 
I saw that. Yes, it is a big one. It's a big one. Now, the question originally was, are they planning a third park? Is this another? Yeah, because it's pretty significant. Right. But apparently, no, this is going to be an expansion maybe to California Adventure. Um, But it, it... Speculation is that it is an immersive world like Galaxy's Edge that's immersive, right? Where the okay. the, peop, the the employees are the characters. Okay. There's some concept art that has been released. And eagle-eyed people who have looked at this concept art believe that it'll be Wakanda. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I looked at the concept art, and I know exactly why they think it's it's going to be Wakanda. Wakanda. You you can sort of see it's like an aerial view uh-huh. of the area that they're looking to expand into, and it legitimately looks like you're looking down on that panther at the top of a mountain in the movie. Wow! Yeah, so that I, would be amazing. I hope that comes true. That would be amazing. <laughs> I want to see that one happen for so sure. fantastic. Oh man. So the next is our we, mini. I know. Mini I tech knew segment. we forgot our mini. Well, tech. we don't. It's. It, I actually meant that I've got them on my laptop. Oh, okay. So, but I think I can remember one. I, okay. I know. I know okay. one. I pull know one, one out of your head. I pull pull one out of my forehead. Okay. Um. And uh, what is what is your favorite festival or uh, pay for event at Walt Disney World? So the so the festivals at Epcot are like the food and wine festival, the the holiday festival, right? Or like a pay for, or or pay for like Mickey Mickey's not so scary Halloween or very merry Christmas party, or even those uh, we'll say those DVC Moonlight Magic things. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go with what you said earlier, which is the food and wine festival. Food and wine festival. I love the food and wine festival. I love the atmosphere of the food and wine festival. I love the food. I love the drinks. It's a long festival. You yeah. can usually get there when it's not blazing hot. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love food wine. It's yeah. my favorite for sure. Okay. Well, then just for the sake of being different, I'm going to say uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Okay. I love the Magic Kingdom at Christmas time. It just, it is absolute quintessential Christmas. And I love that the park is like uh, less full. I do love those reindeer. And those eating reindeer, man. <laughs> They are <laughs> they are world class. I love them. And I love so them so much. I'm going to go with the very merry uh, Christmas party. Okay, because it's uh, it is it's very Christmas. I like Christmas time. So absolutely, it absolutely speaks to me. Okay, okay, ready for Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland. Let's All right, hear it. it's my turn for Tomorrowland. Here we go. So I so the Disney released the um, the more full backstories of the new Jungle Cruise characters. So I am going to dig into the new Jungle Cruise characters. Oh, nice. So, well done. And given your penchant for, you know, all things equity, I'm going to uh, see what you feel about it. Okay. And I am really desperately trying to stop Miles from knocking all the tables over. <laughs> he said wag his tail right now. He's going to wag these tables right off the balcony. He is. <laughs> So real, so much fun. Okay, so why why the change to Jungle Cruise at all, right? Uh-huh. So in the summer of 2020, um, highlighted in the wake of all uh, the social shift following the death of George Floyd, our, our you know social summer really mm-hmm. um, is what we had there. Let's call it an awakening. Yeah, Disney announced the creation of a fifth key to their acclaimed Four Keys member cash training. So safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency are historically. 
Disney's four keys to cast member training. Um, it is now joined by inclusion, right? Okay. Um, it's, it's clear that Disney was already moving in that direction uh, before last year's unrest. Um, by the way, 2020, what a year. Yeah. Uh, they had already announced they were going to reimagine Splash Mountain and, and right. turn it into uh, something focused well, on yeah. the Princess and the Frog, Tiana. Yeah. The Jungle Cruise rewrite is part of that same inclusion initiative, right. right? The Jungle Cruise had already, by the way, people are going to say, well, what about the tradition of the Jungle Cruise? And you're just, you know. It's long overdue. Well, not only that, but the Jungle Cruise, people don't realize it has changed significantly over time anyway. Oh, Originally, it was a very serious, it was not very serious, nothing's very serious at Disney, but it was right. a. It was intended to be a, a, a real look at the rivers of the world. Ah. The skippers were giving you real information. As okay. opposed to just being, you know, clowns Funny. and jokesters and all those kind of things, pun artists. Um, so it, it changed. Some, some, you know, longtime Disney executives have said that maybe no ride has ever changed as much as Jungle Cruise over the years. And they, and they actually credit oh, the skippers with that over the course of time. Really? The skippers started doing this stuff. This pun stuff. This pun stuff, which is That's really kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, so... In an interview with the D23 Fan Club, which I'm a proud member of, uh, Walt Disney Imagineering Creative Portfolio Executive, another wonderful title, Chris Beatty, talked about the upcoming changes. We're constantly evaluating ways to enhance the attractions and experiences in our parks. We want to make sure that everyone has the best time, that guests from all over the world can connect with the stories we share, and how to bring those to life are respectful uh, of the diverse world we live in. And when they get off the attraction, they know that we've done our homework because these details matter. And we know that Disney's all about the details. Yes. When you look at the Jungle Cruise as it is today, there are just a couple of scenes that don't do that and needed a refresh. Yeah. Uh, he also notes that it's not a complete overhaul or reimagining of the Jungle Cruise. It'll be the same ride with just some refreshed scenes. Um, and that is supported by the information that Zach Ridley put out this yeah. week that the ride's not going to go down at all during right. the refurb. Right. So that's pretty cool. You just see different characters. You just got new characters with new backstories. Right. And as I go through these characters, which I'm about to do, um, I, I cannot help but think there's bits of information in here that we don't know the whole backstory on. And I can't help but think that this is going to tie very closely to that new, uh, television universe yes, yes, that yes, is going to be written uh, bringing in the Society of Explorers and Adventurers with Adventureland and all this fun stuff. Right. Right? Yes. Okay. So the new characters. And the first one's not really a new character, just taking on a much more prominent role. Alberta Falls herself. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's the proprietor of the Jungle Navigation Company. Alberta, and I love how they just go into the details on all these stories and everything. Mm -hmm. Alberta was born in 1911. Her mother... Wow. Yeah, her mother, Snea, Snea, I don't know how to pronounce it, I'm sorry, was a world-renowned artist from India, and her British father, Albert Falls Jr., was an art scholar. Young Alberta was always considered a rambunctious free spirit who, at, who, at, who was most at home during the family's summer visits to Grandma and Grandpa Falls in Adventureland. She climbed trees, swam in the river, and enjoyed a special bond with her explorer, grandfather, and her adopted family of skippers who enjoyed the fearless little girl's adventurous nature. She began to accompany her father on his trips around the world, where she was introduced to renowned botanist Dr. Leonard Moss in Nova Scotia, and then a budding artist, Rosa, de, Rosa Soto Dominguez in Mexico City. Ah. One of their wild adventures to New Zealand, 
Alberta picked up a new travel companion, a cockapo flightless parrot. When Dodger, it's a this is a cockapo. Yes. Okay. Actually, heard this pronounced on another podcast recently. Okay. I would have gotten that totally wrong. (laughs) When Doctor Albert Falls vanished in 1930, 1930, Alberta, who clearly is only 19 at this point, Uh took control of the company and vowed to preserve the reputation of the Jungle Navigation Company. To ensure that her grandfather's legacy would be remembered by people all over the world, she began to promote guided tours that we know today as the Jungle Cruise. Okay. So, in the on the Jungle Cruise, on the scene where the rhino has chased the group of people uh-huh. up the pole, yes. this is a refreshed scene where we actually get to see all of the new characters, ah. except for Alberta herself. Right. So, at the bottom of the pole, at the point of the spear, as it were, uh, we meet Felix Peckman the 13th. Recently left his home in Silver Springs, Florida, and landed a position as skipper in the Jungle Navigation Company. And in an unexpected turn of events, Alberta had no choice but to ask him to lead his very first boat tour with her VIP guests. Uh Unfortunately, his trademark bad luck followed him into the jungle. I'm sure somewhere we learn what his bad luck is. Uh Next up the pole is Dr. Leonard Moss, who we know is a good friend of Alberta's from way back. Right. Uh, above Skipper Felix is Dr. Leonard Moss on the pole, an acclaimed Canadian botanist, having successfully photographed and cataloged every plant in, in frigid Nova Scotia Peninsula. Dr. Moss decided his next photo excursion would be to a warmer climate. Rosa Soto Dominguez, a celebrated Mexican artist known, uh, known in the art world as La Rosa. She was on her way back to Mexico City from her latest gallery opening in Paris when she received a special invitation from her close friend, Alberta. Rosa looked forward to their reunion in Adventureland when she would also get uh, to paint some exotic wildlife. Okay. As luck would have it, she ended up a little too close to one of them. Mm. Uh, Dr. Dr. Kan Chonosuke, Japan's preeminent entomologist and member of the famed SEA. He traveled to the jungle on a mission to find new species for his world-class collection of insects. As an admirer of Dr. Falls' legacy, he hoped he was hopeful that the younger Falls proprietor would be able to lead the way to the legendary Myrmecolion, huh. also referred to as the Lion of Ants. Unfortunately, he has been able to find only butterflies, mosquitoes, and a rhino. And lastly, Chauvin Puffin Murphy traveled all the way from a small island of Dingle, Ireland, to pay a surprise visit to her distant cousin twice removed on her father's side, Alberta. She was nicknamed Puffin because of her love of the puffin birds that nest on the rocks of her seaside hometown back in Ireland. So, the demographics of our new cast are Mm -hmm. three women, three men, two Caucasians, three people of color, black, Asian, and Latinx, two scientists, an artist, and a bird watcher. <laughs> one from Canada, one from Mexico, one from Japan, and a couple from the States. Nice. So here's what I want to know is are those the same people that are in our Jungle Cruise board game? Mm, now I want to go bust out that board game. I know it's totally packed away, but I want to go look at it too to see like were they did they really have that much forethought? Right. right. Because that's know. amazing if they if, did. If they did, I know. That's going to be pretty crazy. freaking amazing if they did. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, that's our new Jungle Cruise cast. And I imagine that we're going to dig into all of these characters 
as part of that TV show they're putting together. I hope so. That would be really cool. I hope so too. That would be fantastic. I know you want you eventually one day you could have kids that are watching this TV show this this new Magic Kingdom universe that that Disney Plus is talking about putting together, uh-huh. and then you go to the parks and you see the characters. In the, so is in the that park. one scene on the pole the only one that's getting the update? No, no, no. There's some updates um, throughout. That there's some there's some updates that include some more rambunctious monkeys and some other okay. things and just some we're we're taking it a little easy on um, people who might be native to the areas that we're exploring. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Just not to put too fine a point on it. So they're introducing them there in that scene, but we may see them in other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm for it. I like that. Yeah. I think that's, you know, definitely a strong effort toward diversification. Yeah. I think that they've... And building a good storyline That's the idea. Yeah, yeah. And I love that somebody walks into a room when they're doing something like this and says, let's just start with the story. Yes. What's our story? Yes. And Disney's great at that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's hit up World Showcase. So, I was thinking today, what would I like to talk about? And naturally... Food. food came to mind yeah. but I, I decided what I wanted to focus on is France specifically you and I've been talking a lot about the Remy ride that's coming yeah. and the, the expansions to the France pavilion sure. and I thought you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a line in the sand and I'm gonna say France is my favorite pavilion yeah I, I, I feel like that's fair and here's why okay okay so we're gonna talk about these are my five reasons that France is my favorite pavilion at Epcot. Okay, I like And this. I'm going to step up there and say, these are my five reasons that France is the best pavilion at Epcot. Like, <laughs> if you want to debate that with me, then bring it. All right, okay. Because I think France is amazing. Argue with me. Argue well, with me, please. I love that. But also, this is before anything has been done to UK. I would like to reserve the right to say <laughs> that if they bring Mary Poppins to the UK pavilion, I can reevaluate at that time. Okay. Uh, that's, I think that's fair. I, mean, I think so. Walt said the parks will always be changing. Yes. So right. I think it's fair. Your favorites too. can change. Okay. So here's the five reasons I think it's the best pavilion at Epcot in okay. the World Showcase. Okay. Uh-huh. Number one, the Eiffel Tower. Yes. I mean, here's the thing it's both nostalgic and hopeful for me. Uh, so yeah. when we turn that corner and I see the Eiffel Tower, it reminds me of our trip to Paris. Yeah. But it also makes me want to go to Paris. Okay. <laughs> Nostalgic. So it's, it's both and of those things. That's it's great. both of those things. And the like the depth perception, yeah, yeah. the, the, the trick eye tricks there. that they're doing there. Yeah. I don't want to think about them. Yeah, right. Of course not. Like it's, it feels so real. Of I just course. want it to be real. I know. But Eiffel Tower, that's my number one reason that I love the Prince Pavilion. It's a fair reason. The it's Eiffel a fair Tower reason. Amazing. Would you believe that I ranked that over food? Uh, I mean, I remember when we actually saw the Eiffel Tower in person. And so knowing what that does inside when you see it there. Yeah, yeah I believe that. Okay. All right. Well, number two is food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so first of all, the bakery is a must do for us. Absolutely. Usually it's a must do several times several times yeah. for us um and and this goes back to before it had that expansion yeah right when it was just like sort of a walk through yeah yeah that's right yeah bakery right, yeah. yeah so i mean we're talking french patisserie croissants baguettes macaroons eclairs savory sandwiches salads coffee tea etc this is heaven for me yeah this is heaven this food is heaven for me um it's everything that makes me happy under one roof yeah like i think this patisserie is, eclairs Salads, macaroons, croissants, baguettes, (laughs) coffee, tea, wine. I think, like, this is my favorite restaurant in the world. (laughs) 
you know, I appreciate that they have expanded in recent years. It's still a, just a counter service, it's but still it's your counter service. It's your it's your favorite in the world. I think so. You know, I appreciate that they've expanded. I kind of wish they hadn't. I liked the quaintness of the walkthrough, uh-huh. and I will say I don't enjoy the expansion. I think it's it's loud. It feels like an add-on. There's never enough seats. Yeah. It's like attached to the store, which yeah. I don't care for. And so here's what I'm going to say: forget that it's there. Like, do not sit or stand in that area. It's going to detract. Just go from get your, your stuff, and then go do what you would have done before when it was just a walkthrough. Find somewhere to sit, a bench, a patch of grass, whatever. Yeah. Find somewhere to sit and just watch people in in the France area while you while you eat whatever it was that you just bought. It's delicious. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but so the bakery is fantastic, but don't miss the ice cream shop. Oh yeah. Right. And you and we I do. don't. We do. We, we do. miss, it, we so miss it. We miss it. But here's something I'm just going to say. Right. Four words: macaroon ice cream sandwich. sandwich. Macaroon ice cream sandwich. They're massive. These things are massive. Yeah. So it's it's um, Miles agrees with me. Yeah, he does. Um, they, they're they're as big as the ears. Yes, uh, the the macaron ears. That That's they right. Sell. And, and if we had been at home in you know a regular time, I would have worn those tonight, <laughs> even though they weigh ten pounds. Um, they also have two great sit down restaurant restaurants, Monsieur Paul. Yeah, yeah. and Le Chefs de France. Yeah, Monsieur Paul gets amazing reviews. Does it really? Yeah, amazing reviews. It's like upstairs from. The chefs, I think. Yes, yes, and crepes. They have that yeah. crepe stand. Yeah, which is now, as soon as going to be a whole restaurant. Like yes, a whole and that, that was my next thing they were going to say, and they're turning that into a crepe restaurant. Right. I don't. I mean, the food in France. You just have so many food options. I love it. I know, and that, and and none of that includes the booth that's almost always there. Hello, that's my next bullet, and oh. naturally, they always have the best booths at the festivals. <laughs> It's like the food at France is unparalleled. It really is. I'm going to say that. I'm going to put that stake in the ground and say it's the best food. It's the most variety of food at at any pavilion at World Showcase. I'm I can support that. Okay, Um, so the crepes also. By the way, we don't we don't spend enough time on. We don't. We don't. Next drinks. Okay. okay, so bullet number one, we're just going to say Frosé. Frosé, okay. Like, do I need to say more than Frosé for bullet you, one? I hope not. I don't think so. Um, inside the bakery, don't sleep on that. Okay. You can get hot cocoa, oh. tea, coffee, lattes, and, hello, Frosé. Uh, you can also get wine in there. Okay. Right, so inside the bakery, they really advertise that as like a lunch place where you can get sandwiches right. and, and things like that. And they're that. right. Yeah. Um, back to the ice cream shop. You can get two scoops with a shot of Grand Marnier, whipped cream vodka, or rum. They sell that as an ice cream martini. Oh, I don't. We do not spend enough time. We do not. I know. We do not. I know. An ice cream martini. Um, Then across the way, you've got Vins de France, which is their wine shop slash wine bar, right? You can go in there and get wine. Well, they sell three different slushes. Oh. Right. So they've got the orange, which is the Grand Marnier, rum, Grey Goose orange, and orange juice. Wow. Then they have the citron, which is Grey Goose citron, vodka, and lemonade. Mm. And they have the, I'm going to screw this up, Le Giant Slush. <laughs> G-E-A-N-T. Chef's I killed kiss. It. I killed it. Chef's kiss. Le Giant Slush, uh, which is Grand Marnier or a Grey Goose citron shot. 
So they've got three slushes in there that I've actually never tried. Oh well. So yet I know, right? But we we've got we've got some uh, we've got some. Some moles at Disney this week. I think maybe they should give us a preview. Of those. They should, but that's what I'm saying. So you've got the bakery, you've got the ice cream shop, you've got two amazing sit down restaurants, yeah. you've got the booth that always kills the festivals, yeah. you've got the crepes, you've got the wine shop. Yeah, like I mean, come on, man! Seriously. France is bringing it. They really are bringing it. They are bringing it. <laughs> when you when you just say it out loud like that, it They're sounds bringing excessive. It. They're bringing almost. it. Okay, so number four. The Beauty and the Beast sing-along. You know, I just want to say, I'm here for all sing-alongs. I know you are. <laughs> I love a It's because you think, that, I mean, it's because you sound like whoever you're trying to sing like. Right. But I also, like, there's something about sitting in a room with hundreds of people you don't know. Yeah. And they're all grown adults. Yeah. And we're all singing, like, belting at the top of our right. lungs the Frozen songs or the Beauty and the Beast songs or whatever. I love the sing-alongs. I know. I know. It, it's underrated. They're fun. They're, they, are, they are fun. They're right. just fun. They're fun. And like, you go in there knowing, I'm going to belt this out, man, and so is the person next to that's me. That's right. And here we are all in our, you know, we're all in our midlife crises. <laughs> just belting out belting Beauty out. and the Beast. <laughs> I love the sing-alongs. I'm totally here for the sing-alongs. Um, so, yeah, so it just makes my heart happy to okay. sit in a room with my Disney fam, belting my lungs out to okay. Beauty and the Beast and Frozen and, and things like that. Uh, number five. Okay. It's expanding. Right. Right. More France is always better. That's right. More France is better. Um, I'm super pumped for the new restrooms. <laughs> Haven't tried those yet, but I hear good things. <laughs> We'll, we'll get some feedback on those, too, after these friends of ours get back. I'm super pumped for the Remy ride. Yes. Like, really pumped for that. Yes. There's also a store right after the ride. And again, like, the store in France that's attached to the bakery is just not big enough for me. Right. Okay. I need more French Because the stuff they have in there is, is pretty decent stuff. Oh, it's great. It's just not it's enough just not of enough it. not enough of it, yeah. I need more French need f- merch. <laughs> More French merch is what I need. Um, new cake, new crepe restaurant. Oh, very right? excited! So just expand, expand, expand. Let's make that side of the world showcase. Oh, the UK and the France side. Let's just make it my area. Like bring Mary Uh-oh. Poppins to Cherry Tree Lane. Uh huh. Right, and I can do a day in UK, and then cross I can the do, channel. Cross the channel and do a day in France. Okay. Two full days I in think, Epcot, I think and that's you, all I need. You know, maybe a maybe a Tomorrowland segment one day is a full Epcot day just in France, because you could go there and legitimately like that's do, do breakfast. Honey, that is brilliant. I'm going to do that. How would you kill some time there, just in France, or maybe maybe you you, just, you know jump out over to Japan a little bit, maybe, but. But then, that is brilliant. Then, then lunch, and then how? What would you do for dinner in France? I'm going to do it. Okay, that is a brilliant idea, and I'm going to do it. A day in France, <laughs> 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 and then when they bring me Cherry Tree Lane, I'll do a day in, in the UK. UK, right? That is brilliant. It's hard to spend a full day in one little pavilion at Epcot. Have you've met me, right? I have. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Good job, baby. Yes. So that is this week's show. Uh-huh. 
overcoming challenges far and wide, <laughs> left and right here. If you watch the YouTube, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yes, the big red dog needs a W-A-L-K. <laughs> he does. He is watching other puppies on the beach and going crazy. So you know what to do. Go subscribe to us on iTunes. That way you'll automatically get the downloads. Leave us a rating and a review. It helps bring more people to us. It really does. And if you need more things Disney, visit scfadp.com. That's S for Super, C for Cali, F for Fragilistic, A for Awesome, D for Disney, P for Podcast. No special episodes, but we're regular. We're sticking with this. That's and we're right. Hanging in there, y'all. We are super get through April. duper hanging in there. That's right. Go follow us on all those social medias. You can find us at SCFADP on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Go download or subscribe to our channel on YouTube, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, awesome Disney podcast. And with that, we hope to see, see you real soon. soon.